one, check two, this is it. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. With your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming back for another episode with an excellent guest right here in Brooklyn, New York. We're at a heavy metal uh, rock band rehearse studio. Uh, shout out to B- Battalion uh, Studios. And I, uh, I got my man, uh, hilarious comedian here in Brooklyn, originally from North Carolina. He was on a show called uh, uh, Flatbush Misdemeanors, right? Flat, yeah, Flatbush Misdemeanors, yeah. Yeah, six episodes. I was checking, check out his IMDb. <laughs> Napoleon Two emails. <laughs> yeah. Give it up for Napoleon Email, everybody. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me, bro. Dude, you're the best, Napoleon. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing this on the fly. I know you've been going out and running around doing stand-up. Dude, he was just at the VMAs. You went to an after-party last after, night. Yeah, after-party. Uh, it was definitely, um, I don't know, it was definitely impromptu. It was, I was definitely last minute, like, oh, this is happening. I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And then I was like... I can't be out too late. I got a podcast at twelve. It was like at twelve. I was like, "Don't I like this? Uh, this can't go forever." But I was like, "I will cut out at a certain time. I know how many hours I I'm gonna sleep for." Luckily, I was good today. I oh. got in there. I got in there like two two thirty. Two thirty, you could pull it off. You can do twelve. Like it would be hard to do eight. <laughs> but uh thank you for doing it dude i Probably know it have been great but we got yeah. there around 12 <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm gonna try to open this liquid death grim reaper but this has iced tea agave and vitamins shout out to liquid death this is what i'm drinking i have a selection of teas and seltzer napoleon was at the vmas last night he made it to the show today we hit some weed right before this joint uh, I rolled a spliff with, for you. Can you give the people? Did you enjoy the spliff? I'm enjoying it right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty high. Yeah. Nice. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> it hit well. It was it was a good roll, pro roll. So my little brother would call it. Nice, nice. Yeah, I got it down. I was what I was thinking about because I was stressing. I didn't get to get a chance to go down and get some pre rolls, but I did get had some old flour from last week that was from the housing works, the legal joint that's like sun grown. Um, but I had like two big fat nugs of that, right? Yeah. So I grounded them up, and then I, I was gonna I was gonna roll two joints, and I rolled the first one, and it just fell apart. You ever just get nervous rolling a joint? I hate that. Yeah, I hate that. I feel like I feel like sometimes I won't. Sometimes I'll just wrap around the fucked up one. The yes. fucked up. I won't even like break it back. I'm like fuck it. Oh yeah, you won't I'll go back. Wrap, I go like, back. Wrap around. Sometimes if I'm at home, I will. I go back. I if always I'm go back. But no, home, I know I the wrap around. If you can pull it off, it's. <laughs> I, I would run with it if you could pull it off and make it work. Yeah, I've doctored. I've doctored stuff like with like I'll take like the you know that sheet that they give you in raw paper like when it's like yeah, uh, hey, just warning you or this is the start of the pack. I'll save that just like if I rip. I can just rip a piece off and just kind of wrap around the room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> doing the cast, doing the patch method is yeah. definitely with joints. Uh, that's a whole other, uh, you know, yeah. that's home economics right there, yeah. my man. You got to be a, you gotta be a little bit of a surgeon. You got to be a surgeon. Now, when I rolled it, and this will come back to stand up and art and music in general. And I was just getting in my head, man, because I was just thinking, I was like, turn it around. Okay, get that. And I was trying to make it perfect. You know what? The second time I just said, Roll a fucking joint. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, Roll the goddamn joint. And I just fucking <laughs> And I just rolled that and you smoked it. It was a bone, right? No, it came right out. The shit was perfect. perfect. It, it, perfect. Shit was perfect. I didn't Good overthink hit. it. I just I said, motherfucker, I've been doing this for years. Just roll the fucking joint, you know? What happens if it goes black? <laughs> uh, I think it's still going. Uh, I think it's still going. This has happened. This has happened before. Uh, yeah, it's still... Okay. So we, were, yeah. so we were talking about rolling the spliff. <laughs> you ever like... Because you were saying you had two big nuggets. You ever like get one that's like... I don't even want to break this one apart yet. Yeah. Let me just use the little ones around it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut to the very end, I'll start breaking this one up. I had one the other day. It looked like a small Christmas tree. I was like, this is beautiful. 
Yes. Yeah. Sometimes it's so beautiful. It's like a bonsai tree that if you get get them out there, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I do not want to break this you bad boy. Your life for it. <laughs> oh, you have to risk your life for it. It's been grown for two thousand years under government uh, in Indonesia. It's uh, it's traveled. Uh, but yeah, man. No, those trees are hard. Trees are, uh, and then grinding them up. I always love a good grind because you get a good smell of the herb. Yeah. Uh, and that's always nice. Um, and then, yeah, you gotta grind up the herb. I'm just a big fan of grinding you, up the herb. You keep the, you keep a. Do you have like a like a keef catcher? No, I no? got this old wooden one that just has like nails. Yeah, I have that one from too. Jamaica. Yeah, I got that one at home. I got a grinder like that at home as well. It's just like fuck, just little black, just little picks out of it. Yeah, just nails, just <laughs> just rusty nails. Uh, I got it from a trip in Jamaica. I didn't roll any weed with it. I kept it fresh, and I took it on the way home. Does it look like a little yo-yo almost? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just says one love on it. I love it. It's got. It's just got my imprint. It gets it every time. See, I got I don't a- smoke mad crazy. Like, I just literally smoke maybe an A, you know, very small. An eighth? An okay. eighth every two to three weeks. Okay, yeah. That's pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, but then I was like, I shouldn't be t- telling everybody my shit. <laughs> it's another like, goddamn keep business. Keep it alone. Oh, you know, yeah. Fuck that. Never mind. Never <laughs> mind. You never heard nothing. Uh, I don't even... I I feel like when I first when I first moved up here, I was, I was when I first started stand-up, I was a little bit uh, broker. So I would like try to stretch... What I would have, so I would I would get like you know like an eighth and be like, okay, I can keep this eighth for like a couple days and be like, let me try to tackle on one more day, see if I can. I'd be about to roll and be like, nah, let's chill for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but then as I went along, was working jobs, you know, I you know got in a bit of a you know like a groove or like a you know what I'm saying, living in New York, I was yeah. able to uh, buy more. Yeah, buy get some more uh, weed. You know, also buy randomly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We're just like, oh, that looks good. You know what? Let me buy that. You know, you you, you, you have to work your way up. You know, so you have to prioritize certain. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's expensive city. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You got your, you got, you know, you got your weed. You got your bacon, egg, and cheeses. You got, you know, they, they you got all, your they coffee. Add, your you, seltzers. They all add up. Yeah, that's <laughs> the reason I'm doing this podcast is to get free weed. I'm trying to get a sponsor. <laughs> All I spend money on is coffee and weed, but this week—that's why I do comedy. Yeah, just get free weed. (laughs) You do get some free weed. When was the last time you got some free weed from comedy? Yesterday. Yesterday. (laughs) Because the weed shows are popping up. Yeah, today you did. Uh, have yeah, you been? Happens. Yeah, talk about the New York. Uh, we'll talk about that VMAs last night, but talk about the New York cannabis scene. Like, what well, is it? It's nuts, right? It's wild out here. So you know, uh, before we had places we would go that you know it was like recreationally legal, right? Right. So like, uh, like going to Canada, right? Like doing it, like going to a dispensary out there, right? Just a couple years ago, that shit was like going to like an Apple store. Like they were like tapped in. They had like little like little like fucking iPads. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was it was everything was like on display. Like, it was like a whole wall on display. It had parts of like parts of the, like weed. There was weed to where you couldn't read like top shelf. <laughs> they had to get like one of those rolling ladders. <laughs> like at a library. And then, right, I went to some out west uh California. That shit was like, you know, visiting an uncle in jail you know what I'm saying they took your ID they had it for like 20 minutes buzzed you in a door in another room and then buzzed you into into the actual like they buzzed you like two or three times you're like what they like stay right here look into this look into this lens I'm like what the fuck there's a security there guard real, there that isn't there a real, cop yeah there's real TSA energy yeah <laughs> I was like alright and then there's a big book you had to sign yeah. yeah and then out here it's like, my little brother was out here, right? And he used to go out to California every once in a while. He had a, he was dating a girl out there. So he had got used to those dispensaries, yeah. right? 
and he came out here and he was like, yo, it's kind of insane. It's like, you know, you don't really compare it against anything because you live here. And then I was like, okay, I have been to these places that have dispensaries. I was like, New York for sure is a storefront city. It's like, there's stores everywhere. All the bottom floors of like all these Manhattan buildings, all stores. So it's like, all these like, Places that had been closed down forever since the pandemic, since before the pandemic, yep. all got opened up in like smoke shops, <laughs> just unofficial. Zah, like, zah. It's like walk. It's like they're like they're like bodegas now. Bodegas dedicated to fucking Twinkies and weed it's and like, bad weed. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the weed is good. Some have you? Uh, you oh yeah, give us the word on the street on the bodega weed. Listen, bodega weed is. Bodega weed is something that I've been doing since, you know, the early 2000s. Yeah. Like, I want to say since the Bush years. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've, I, I have a place in my heart for I know who to trust. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's just like buying weed off the street. Yes. You know, it's like bodega weed that you could come across some really sketch pre-rolls. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> some sketch, some sketch. I mean. Yeah. I treat them like, you know, like, hey, bro, is this, is this Delta A? This is Delta 9. You know what I'm saying? It's this it's the difference. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. What is this? Let me smell it. I'm like. Let me see the packaging these days. Also, also, it's like, you know, you know, in certain, you know, what I heard is like, bro, my homie, he, we all work as each other's test trips. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Go yeah. Then you got to spread the word. Yo, that's just good. You know what I'm saying? They legit over here. And that's the shit that's like. Uh, you get it, you get it. It's, it's it's convenient. It's something that you can go to, run to early in the morning. If you don't have, you don't have to like call a guy or go to a. You know, saying to the, they they have their convenience. Especially, you know, what I'm saying it's, that's what I mean. That's that's what Brooklyn is, though. Yeah, uh, and especially you could trust people that smoke smoke. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you're like, if that cat's getting the weed there, then it's like that dude. I know he's getting good weed. Like, <laughs> Some people will be like, oh, I don't know, I, I got, I didn't feel like I got high. And I'm like, well, that's because you got a high tolerance, but that's something to <laughs> also, <laughs> it's probably a lower level. Like, you, you'll start to like, you know, when you know people, you know what they're, like I got a, I had a homeboy, like, you know, we he every once we were like, yeah, I think I want to smoke with you. I'd be like, all right, we pass it the weed and like, by the time we get back to him with the cypher, he'd be like laid out, <laughs> just kind of sleeping, just kind of just. Yep. I'm like, bro, I feel like, yeah, you got a low tolerance. I started to appreciate that as I got older. Yes. Low tolerance? I'm like, you're saving money. You're saving a lot of money. <laughs> if you're it. just smoking, smoking, smoking forever, ever. Do you take uh, weed breaks? Uh, Yeah. In concept. <laughs> I mean, I do. I feel like, I feel like I, people have this idea that I'm always high. Yeah. And I'm not always high. Like, I didn't come here high. You know yeah, what I'm like like I'm not always like. Granted, this is like early days, so it's like you know. But people wake and bake. That's a common thing. That's a culture that's thing. That's true. Um, and I used I've done that before, but I don't feel like pressed to like wake up and just like let me smoke right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I also don't feel the anxiety of someone that like I can only smoke when I'm in my bed about to go to sleep. I'm like Jesus. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm like in the middle. That's a good uh, place to I can be. Have a, I can have a heavy day and I can have a light day. I can have a couple days where I, I'm not smoking. Yeah. Which is, it's very, you have to be, you have to make a choice to do that, I feel like. Because like, say if I don't have weed, right? My guy is dry and I'm trying to like stick to buying from this person. Right. And it's been like two days. If I go out, someone's going to offer me weed. Somebody's going to try to at the very least smoke with me. Like, yeah. Hey, you want to come out, come outside, I'm about to smoke. I'm about to spark up. Somebody will hand it. So it's like, there's never, I feel like, a true time where, it's, it's like a time where I don't have weed or I'm not buying weed. But isn't that a good thing now? Yeah. Yeah, it's just been normalized. Like, we were outside puffing, and some lady did give me a look uh, that was walking by, but it's like, it's completely legal. It's not even that it's legal. I just expect people to do their own due diligence. Like, be smarter. Yeah, be smart. Be smart. Like, we were outside on like a picnic table. Like the worst thing about weed was that it was illegal. Yeah. That was literally it. <laughs> no. That's the thing is the dumbasses fucks things up, you know. It's like I'll even like watch watch uh, old movies. Like we I went to this uh, birthday movie situation 
uh, for a homie Kevin Iso. Yeah, and he uh, he played this movie, uh, Paper Soldiers, old old Kevin Hart movie. Yes, but like his his PO was like on him about drug testing, like for weed, and like talk like giving him like a talking to about him having like weed in his system. I'm thinking like. It's just, but somebody educated have to sit there and, and be mad for years about someone smoking weed. Someone that has a little bit of knowledge and street logic had to be like, you want to start smoking weed? And, and, and truthfully, because propaganda was that good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good smear campaign. Good smear campaign. And yeah, I thought I, those laws, yeah, oh, completely. And they were racist and it's like power moves. I think it's healing of the nation. You know, dude, I'm deep into, uh, uh, you know, legalization. I think it's the right thing, but it is kind of just. One for the good guys. Yeah. One for the good guys. <laughs> one for the good guys. And it's a blue collar, you know, it's a kind of a working man's drug. You know, yeah. it is a, it's a six pack. It's a health. That's why I do it personally. I don't. And and I think people. But the only thing is, is like I do think there's people that shouldn't smoke weed. There's some people out there that shouldn't be smoking weed. I think people have head things. Some people, it's just their personality. For some me, it's not good. good. It's not good for everybody. Like, that's all like I'm when saying. People, when people say they they they, it depends on what they say is like the problem. That I'll be like, all right, man, don't smoke the weed. This is obviously stresses you out too much. It's, but it's like. It's not the weed, it's you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to figure yourself out before yeah. you come to this in a, in a good... Because I feel like you shouldn't do any, like... You're any right with that, dude. in a bad mood, I, I feel like. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about your what's in your head, and, usually. And not even necessarily a bad mood, but if you're just not in a good place, if you're very high, like... Not high, but, like, high-strung, like... Yeah, tense, yeah. Yeah, like, sometimes that can ease... That can chill you out, but, like, if you're, like, you know... I don't know. Some people they have a, like I have a, I have a few friends that I'm like, they're like they're more drinkers, <laughs> and they're like, oh, every time, every time I I I, I smoke, uh, I get the spins. I'm like, yeah, I do too. If I drink all night without smoking and then smoke at the end, oh, I was like, uh, yeah, that's because you guys that's are that combo. alcoholics. You're yeah, always yeah. you're always drunk. <laughs> every time you smoke is the first time adding something else to it. Yeah, like, too much. And and as you get older, drinking just weighs on people, man. So it's yeah. like, yeah. It, 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 but I know judgments. I think everybody. When, when you get like, when you like, just become like a little bit stupider. Yeah. <laughs> what they they call it like wet brain. A little bit wet brain, yeah. But I did read. I haven't. I had like a couple beers, maybe like uh, six months ago, and I felt it the next day. And uh, but lately, I've been thinking I might have to go out and have a beer and be social. I think uh, it's nice to have one drink. Do you have one drink or like last night? What, did you drink? Who knows, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what went down? La- or did you have tea? Or you were drink, you, were you on ketamine last no, night? No, 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 I wasn't on any of that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't drink. I didn't drink at the uh, at the after at the after the VMAs after party. No. Yeah, I didn't drink there, uh, but they did have. Um, they did have like a open bar and stuff, but I, I was just drinking cells. I had drank a little bit after the show I was on, and then uh, yeah, I just I didn't want to get. I wanted to come here today. I didn't want to get like super wasted. I was oh, like, thank you, Napoleon. I was like, it's not. I don't know. I don't. I don't need to. It's not that important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and as we were talking before, somebody, I'm somebody who does drink. Yeah. When I when I when I go off, but I, I can say like, no, nah, I'm good. I, I don't need to drink tonight. Like I can go weeks sometimes without drinking and not like consciously like oh let me just do this not do this it's just and then there's like oh i could go like three days straight where i'm just like drink stayed here till like six in the morning stayed here till like four the next night stayed here to like eight drinking or went sometimes it's fun talking to friends yeah. that's the only thing that's it's, the thing it's party and bullshit is a real thing yeah. and it's some, It's one of the funner things in life <laughs> I feel like it's one of the things we can kind of write off as kind of collabing in, in a writing session and stand up we're like listen yeah. we're working we're working we're working <laughs> Uh, and that's the thing is that you were at the VMAs and not to be like a so life. Just say that I feel like a fraud. I wasn't at the VMAs. <laughs> that is true. I was at just the after. You were just at the after. Just at the after. I didn't even know the VMAs was happening yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just heard about Somebody it last said week. it. I was like on a Tuesday. 
I was I like, was MTV like, still around? I was like, all right. They had a VMAs on a Tuesday. I always thought it was like on a Sunday or something. But It was in Jersey. Yeah. In Jersey <laughs> on a Tuesday. Good for Jersey. Good for Jersey. I don't hate on Jersey. Yeah, I've never hated on Jersey. Uh, well, I've hated on Jersey before. You know, <laughs> Comedy-wise, I have. Life In life, I haven't. Some of my closest friends have lived in Jersey, you know? <laughs> and... Uh, Red Man is one of the best MCs of all time, and he's from. Just, is are you, do you know hip hop? Do you listen to hip hop? Yeah, of course. And Red Man is he like he doesn't spit a bad verse, right? No, nah, bro, and he's 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 someone to look at and like study because uh, the thing about Red Man is he's all he's super fucking funny. He's yeah, like one of the funniest fucking like MCs, and it's like I think that's what made him such a likable force in hip hop <laughs> and I don't mean that in like a negative way like he wasn't like it by any means like a soft guy but like he was funny you knew he had a good sense you you could tell through his raps that he was like a good hang yeah dude he's fun that's the thing yeah. his raps are fun his music is fun like you could be thuggish ruggish bone all you want but he it, you could tell he's having it's like a comic having fun on stage like exactly he, he has fun on the mic he's and every two it. yeah, yeah. And, like when you rap along you could tell like that's why everybody raps along to his shit you know yeah i mean he's got classics bro and then him and meth together was like Oh, yeah, that one, the Rockweiler, is like one of the best hip-hop songs of all that's time. Like a, that's like one of the subplots of my childhood. <laughs> Just <laughs> red, red and meth together. Yeah. Red and meth. Yeah, you grew up. I, I was born in 72, so you're a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit older. But Red and Meth, they were good hip-hop. And then, uh, yeah, they did comedy. Like, that movie, How High, that's a good movie, right? Yeah, that's, that's classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah. And then, um, then what about the sitcom? Did they have a sitcom for a minute? Did they have a sitcom? Maybe it was at, maybe. maybe a sketch show. Maybe maybe, a maybe sketch something. Show. Something. I have to like. I don't know. I feel like I'm having one of those like uh, Nelson Mandela effects. Like, did this happen now? Like, like <laughs> when did you start? Like, now I'm starting to remember something. I'm like, I thought there could, might be. It could be a, like they had so many videos that they would like. Yeah. Just be clouded in. So it was like. And the 90s was like a super like, I mean, that was the era of the skits in hip hop, like interlude skits, like fucking oh, little, yeah. little slows in between every like other song, like the the the, the Fugees, like fucking. Who, who <laughs> well, the, the Dre the albums Mad all rapper. had a, the Mad Rapper, man. I know D-Dot. Uh, the Mad Rapper, uh, yeah, from uh, Notorious B.I.G. Like, you had to have some type of comedy element. I mean, being a good MC in hip-hop, being funny is, like, top. Like, you kind of have to be funny. If you're not funny... It's a punchline. Yeah, if it's you're not funny, it's kind of whack. Yeah, you know? it's all about punchlines. If you... I mean, some of my favorite lines in, in, in rap are, like, some of the funniest. Like, one of my favorite lines is... Um, a Jay-Z verse, right? A Jay-Z line in the song uh, 22 Twos where he goes, uh, look at his casket, feeling sarcastic, look at him, still sleeping. You're never ready. It's like <laughs> this man's roasting this man while he's at his, at his funeral. <laughs> look at him, still sleeping. <laughs> Probably looking around for people, to, they all start laughing. <laughs> uh, do you like, uh, Jay-Z, I think he's, uh, yeah, I don't want to diss the man. <laughs> but his rap style it's like I, I don't know I, I wasn't I think he has the, some of the best jams Muddy Cash House is like a, one of the that's si a classic dude that's one of the sickest jams of all time if you and put that remix. on anywhere uh, and I even like Sunshine that's like a good Ooh, with, joint with like Babyface yeah is that with Babyface it's Jay Z yeah, that was, yeah. that's on volume, volume 1 yeah yeah I like that shit uh, but six, when he does all the math, I don't, I don't get, you know, I wasn't into math. He's like 69, 17. Oh, yeah. like, and mean, I'm not a fast rapper, dude. Not recent. to diss Eminem. Like, I was never an Eminem cat. Like, I was older. Those guys are like my age. So I was more like MCA and DMC and that kind of shit. So Eminem dropped when I was like in, I want to say, I was like 11, 12. Yeah. So, like, that was like. You know, the era I was in as far as age-wise, like, that was, I was, like, a kid, like, I remember that, I remember we all had, like, a, like, a mixtape of his, and we would pass it around, and then he dropped, 
you know, how my name is the video, and we didn't know he was white. Oh, shit. Until that video. And this is in North Carolina? This is in North Carolina. We would, like, come up to the basketball court. We would all have, like, you know, different, like, make sense. We would just trade them shits. Yeah, if you had a unique, that's the thing about hip-hop. is like, if you had a unique raw joint, and, and it's also about hip-hop, is if you have something nobody else has, if you're the cat... And I was thinking about Eminem. I've never jocked Eminem, but as a name, it is kind of dope. Like yeah. if I was gonna write an MC yeah. name, I was like, "Oh shit, that's funny." And and it's they called have Eminem. Behind it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of dope, man. But like, it's but, a sick tag. It's a sick like hip hop tag. So like, you know, growing up in North Carolina, like you know, I my parents are from Brooklyn, so we would come up to New York all the time, and I would come back with like, you know, different mixtapes and yeah underground shit, shit and then like you know songs they never heard that like are like there's songs now that are like classics in this city that not a lot of people heard outside of this region like the northeast region like it, it might have got to jersey but it didn't reach virginia north carolina atlanta like oh those tapes like i always classics, said when you came up to new york tracks. yeah yeah oh yeah that's raw shit that's all like that that uh what is that Flex and Bobito. Yeah, yeah Bobito. They would play these like B-side tracks in clubs. You know what I'm saying? You would hear them all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, where I'm at, where I was at in Charlotte, you know, I, I wasn't clubbing at that time, so I can't really call it. But North like, Cackalac. I feel like, you know, they got better because, you know, you know we, we got better. We had more resources. So, we you know, when I was... By the time I was partying, like yeah, people were playing things from all over. Like it was, yeah, you know, they had like a they had like a special section for every type of music. They play reggae, they play West Coast, they go old Biggie, they go. The South loves music. Don't get it twisted. The South yeah. loves music. I got hip hop early. I saw my first hip hop. I saw Houdini and Roanoke, dude. I was at the Fresh Festival. They grew up Houdini. That's uh. Was they uh they grew up in the same uh, neighborhood my parent with my parents. I think you told me about this. Yeah. Or you might be related to yeah. Ecstasy or no, one no, of those no. cats. My 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 dad uh was friends with them and he was like uh before they were Houdini. They were Brooklyn dudes. He was uh their original DJ. Oh shit. When they would when they would throw parties in like uh in the in the wreck. Oh my god. And your dad can DJ. Uh yeah, he was. Is he, he still alive? No, he's he's passed. Oh but, yeah, passed. I'm sorry, my man. Oh, all good. But yeah, he, life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, life. <laughs> but uh, he uh, yeah, he was a, he was a DJ. He, that's he DJ with him, but then you know, he, Dude, went, that's he went to sick. college. <laughs> but did it like growing up? Did he have the mixer? Did he have the realist mixer and the two turntables? Or was that was backed away? That was from that the kids yeah. stuff. That, that was, was his kids shit. That was that was that was gone. Uh, I feel like. He's There's a so, DJ. He uh, got rid of era. a lot of stuff. I think he gave stuff off to homies and yeah, totally. Like, uh, but he had. They, my, I mean, him and my mother had like a insane collection of records, vinyl records. I would just like, I remember like going New to York again. Some just sick music. Because my mom, she, um, you know, my dad was more like uh, very like. 60s, 70s, like Philly soul, like like Motown, like he was like into like a lot of like Isley Brothers and, and yeah and, and stuff like that. And and my my mother, you know, coming from a, a father who was you know in the military and he's a travel, he was a chef, he was a boxer. Uh, my mom went to like an all girl school in the city, so uh, you know there was a lot of different people that she was going to school with, a lot of different backgrounds. So she had like the most like. Kind no, New York cats range, are so, yeah, yeah. Wide range, because she would have, like, you know, Gil Scott and then, like, the Carpenters, and then, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, you know, like, Steely Dan, and then, like, uh, 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 Curtis Mayfield. You yeah. Know what I'm <laughs> so it was, like, a huge range. Like, all the, all the, she had high end, pop, she had class. All the, all the, like, popular stuff from like the 80s they had like like it was like thriller Madonna, High five. Like early Prince, yeah like batman like like soundtrack like the record like like stuff like that oh the prince joint is amazing yeah uh yeah that's sick man um yeah i love i love vinyl i love hip-hop um i don't listen to as much hip-hop now do you listen to hip-hop now like crazy yeah i feel like i got back into i feel like for a couple years uh, I was a little bit more curious with my music taste. I was like trying different things out, listening to different things, partying in different like in different like 
I guess, communities or whatever, different hangs, different types of hangs. This is like, you know, in my like early to mid-20s. So, like, yeah, all my early 20s I was doing, which I guess in late teens, was I guess it was a time when you do that, honestly. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything special, but uh, I did I did get, like, out of touch with uh, what was popular, like radio. Yeah. Because uh, I was listening to more, like, uh, you know, it got a little bit more nuanced. It got a little bit more, like, you know, like... Uh, there have been, there are people who you know we've seen people in the last let's say fifteen plus years who can pack out a place without ever having a song played on the radio. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Strictly all off of like videos they threw online, songs they threw online that like blew albums, the fuck up. Yeah, but just not even just blew up. They just they've kept their like audience through like you just know them through Spotify and YouTube. Yeah, you know Spotify, that's what they say in the music right now. It's like, it's just all Spotify game. With, with Yeah, I talk about it on the podcast, man. Were you around for, were you, were you tapped in for the, uh, like, that Piff era? Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I downloaded some, I, like, I always had a, my ear a little you, bit you in You kept your finger with the pulse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I got some Wiz joints from there early yeah. on. And then even before that, when I first got to New York, I would get, like, uh Dipset uh, mixtapes yeah, well, I mean, on disc, is, yeah. on disc, and they yeah. would be totally bootleg, and it would that be like DJ thing. Drama or somebody that, and it was just like them rapping over these like samples that had no clearance. Like it'd be like you know that yeah, uh, Billy Joel joint. Yeah, that's why they were mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they like could, mixtape. They, could, they couldn't show any profit. From they them. couldn't show any profit. It was just moved yeah, on the was street. Just a song. Yeah, we just rapped over it. That's fine. Yeah, but. With bag of weed and a mixtape, but I remember, Cash. I remember Frank Ocean got in trouble for that. He had like an Eagle song that he he like sung over on his album. I think it was a uh, Hotel California or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. They'll eventually, if you got big enough, yeah, they're gonna get you. Yeah. They're gonna get you eventually. Where are you? Is Frank Ocean good? <laughs> like healthy is he okay or is he no like, it's a good music it's a good music <laughs> it's a good music he's like I don't know is I don't know about I don't like the gossip I'm actually trying to move away from gossip these days I but I do like music and I think Odd Future is interesting as hell I don't know all I those joints I set them together yeah yeah cause that's that's like I feel like Odd Future is like that's like, how I knew I about it. Around the, like that's one of those people I was th- coming to mind I was like you had people that did not have a lot of radio play that were like selling selling yeah. tickets like they were killing it and they 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 started from like very much of a uh a, a, a big skateboard crew it seemed like and they all like branched out of me all beca- like you know hold you up be- let me check this real quick i'm sorry i thought this time i looked up and it did something weird okay. yeah i'm i think i know what it is it's every 12 minutes it does that thing. That's why I hate it. But yeah, the Odd Future joints. Yeah, because everybody that came from that, um, like, you know, obviously you had Tyler, and then you had um, had Earl Sweatshirt, you had Frank Ocean, you had the internet that comes from there, uh, that come from that camp. Uh, Damo Genesis. I like Damo Genesis. I thought he had good rhymes. I was yeah. into his flow. I like Damo. Damo, I think, I don't, I think, I don't know if he's like an L.A. guy, but... Now there was Frank Ocean, I don't think, but and uh, there was another guy, Haji. I think he's from like the East Coast as well. But uh, but there was just a it was just a fun group because they didn't they didn't take themselves too seriously. Oh, that's what at least seemed. Oh like. yeah, Tyler Crater's sick man, and as a as an artist and as a dude as young cats, you know, even me hating on them from being an old cat is just like, dude, they just dominated. And yeah, it, they had fun. Yeah, and they were funny as and hell. That, and that's the thing, like they had a sketch show, but that that was the thing. That was like a time. That was like an era. It was like you know, their sketches were funny from like two thousand nine to like you know. Till now, you know what I'm saying? Because they were all like doing their own thing, but like I remember, like, well, as someone who 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 performs, you know what I'm saying? I know what it is to um, have people look at what you do and be like, "Oh, you're just chilling," but it's like, no, a lot of work went into this. Oh yeah, <laughs> like like that 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 look of just chilling or that look of like just like just being regular and not taking it seriously. There had to be some level of it because they were always dropping. They were putting out <laughs> videos, creating videos, putting out music. Um, they were performing dad on, yeah. performing on late night. Like they were yeah. like around. They were act, they were pretty active. 
They were doing shows on a regular basis. The skate community liked them early too. Yeah, and I that, started. They were like the alternative cats, and the skate cats got on that that first song that he's eating like the roach. That was from his second album, Yonkers. Yeah, yeah Yonkers yeah. was the thing that I first was like, oh shit. But well, yeah, you're right. They, they but they were bubbling right before that they like, had a, on the well, underground because they, they performed on on Jimmy Fallon, and uh, I think I'm trying to think. I think he did. I'm trying to remember the song they did, but. Uh, it was wild though. They like jumped all over all over Jimmy. It was like you couldn't tell if like Jimmy was into it or not. But uh, but yeah, they uh, were super obnoxious in the beginning. They were a lot like the Beastie Boys. Like that. That's what they I were think. Very Beastie Boys meets Eminem meets meets uh, Wu Tang. And that is the epitome of uh, hip hop. Like hip hop has to have a little bit of fuck you punk rock to it. Like it's always like when you get older, you shouldn't be. I always say rebellion. You got to go positive. Like Bob Marley. Well, I always looked at like especially at a certain time. Always looked at like especially in the in the early nineties with some of the like rap. Like I always kind of thought it was simultaneous with like punk. Yeah. Right. And then I feel like it kind of went away in in in, in hip hop. It definitely became more pop in the nineties. Yeah, uh, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just think that I look at I look at that as like a, a, a un a unspoke about truth about like hip hop. Like, like like they don't really say how like popular. It oh, was. Like, it's they, so they, big because they, they'll be like, oh, you think about pop music? They'll be like, oh, like these certain like these boy bands or some of these singers that came from like Disney shows, Nickelodeon shows, or whatever. But like, you know, DMX was out there <laughs> on the TV with like a lot of people in the audience you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. Jay-Z was like some of those th- songs you heard I mean some of these songs will you still hear them at like office functions and like middle school parties like Hard Knock Life yeah it's like it's like you can't tell me that wasn't a pop record but I'm like that's true what, I'm like, but whatever you guys will like not give them that like title or whatever but like those guys came around and I think Rap in general, hip hop in general, like we we carried on too long without acknowledging the idea of like subgenres of rap. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it existed before that, but they got a little bit more nuanced, a little bit more like specific. And I think that that crew, our future was necessary because it, it also gave a a. a a voice or an idea of like complexity and like some 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 kids because these kids are all from the hood. Yeah, and I'm like, excuse me, those kids exist. Like everybody talks about black kids who like watch like anime and stuff. I was like, yeah, but all our parents watch kung fu movies every Saturday. <laughs> I was like, it's not it's not a it's not a new thing. Yeah, but like you know, it, it just you know people will be like, oh, those are nerds or that's not. I'm like. Yeah, everybody that's from the hood is not a street dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Everybody's not a street dude, so like they just, that 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 energy is deserved. That creative it high end showcasing yeah. it deserves a spotlight. That's how Kanye, yeah, 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 just Kanye, Lupe, Kid Cudi, yeah. Pharrell. introvert i'm one of those yeah i'm an introvert weirdo uh cat you know yeah and you have it in all classes all races it's just like there's always been my thing is yeah hip-hop has gotten so big and so saturated and so pop and so mainstream do you think jazz is gonna come back <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i feel like i feel like talented korean was trying to bring jazz back a little bit for a second oh really he, yeah. yeah he had well, a, he had well, a, well he, was, he was he was working with like roy ayers oh wow uh, i mean i know he's not like like a jazz I don't know, i'm sure jazz roy yeah. ayers i don't know do you know roy ayers i don't i don't know uh, jazz that deep oh he, i know the the you know the basics yeah i mean he was like a a musician big in the 70s 80s he had the song uh sunshine but my life my life my life oh wow i yeah. love that song yeah and a few other like he was a keyboardist yeah some good uh jazz yeah, yeah. i would i would consider that a little bit jazzy but you know definitely i think you know there's a you know people will be a little bit more specific i don't i'm not that tactic my my boys back home two of them uh their brothers uh that was like a part of their punishment growing up, but their father would make them like learn about jazz. <laughs> so it's just kind of like been punished into being the most like cultured twenty-two year olds <laughs> when it came to like 
jazz and music. They we would go to all these like functions that they would put me on and. Yeah, we'd be like the youngest dudes in these spaces. <laughs> we'd be like 21 and everybody else is like 35. <laughs> <laughs> Having wine. Oh, we love this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun to watch jazz when you're high. You ever smoke yeah. a joint and go see jazz? Like when I went to, when I, I mean, first moved to San it, Francisco. making it high. Yeah. A lot of the times. Oh, yeah. Those guys were the original weed yeah. dudes. The original. Yeah, that's the whole thing about the prohibition that, that they were like, it's the jazz players. A lot and of the, the stuff yeah. they were talking about in their song was like slang for like weed, like weed, like talk, like, like yeah. weed slang. Like a lot of the culture slang of weed like was in their like in their music. Some of the names of their songs, like I've seen some of them, like some of these guys, you know, they're like 60, 70, 80, and they're like, you know, talking like, yeah, that was a song about weed. <laughs> that was a song about doing drugs. I used to have a funny uh, joke about uh, about like uh, like scat. Yes, right. I was like, uh, it's a joke because uh, it was uh, like a uh, like a uh, the first time it was done because one of their bandmates was having like uh, he was passing out off of like heroin. He was like, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. But everything builds on everything. Like we couldn't have hip hop if it wasn't for jazz. You know, you yeah, couldn't have rock. Everything is a is a is a child of a is like a. It gives birth to this idea of this thing. This thing. Yeah. That's why stand up and podcasting. It's I, that's where it's kind of stand up's kind of changing now. Would you say because of podcasting? I mean, I think it's, I won't say because of podcasting. I'd say because of the internet. Oh, definitely because of the internet. Yeah, shout out to another good album. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's, that's, I think that's that's childish. Uh, yeah, that childish Gambino. Speaking of a dude, uh, yeah, I did. My first also, no, also big internet presence. Yeah, who him? Yeah, yeah. He's well, not. He doesn't have his own. A lot of mixtapes on like that piff and stuff like that. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, he was my stuff. first DM from uh, Twitter. He DM me to rap. On uh, an album of his, oh, I swear shit. to God. Did you do it? Yeah, I sent him. No, I didn't do it. <laughs> he was younger than me, and I sent him an email. I said, "Let's do a rap about frogs." <laughs> right? He didn't get back to me. <laughs> no, he was running and gunning at the time. He was blowing up like he just got. Uh, I, I, I as soon as I said that, I said, "I shouldn't talk about this." Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Because uh, I I do like his music. He has great music. And yeah, I just saw him blow up. Yeah. yeah. I was on a showcase where I was rapping and he was doing stand-up. <laughs> uh, but and then he just blew... That dude just fucking blew up. Yeah. What uh, you, hold on. Have you ever run into him? Yeah, I've seen him, I've seen him before. Yeah, he's around. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just as chill as... Yeah, he was a yeah. nice dude before. And yeah, I just know that he's like a superstar now. Like he's super chill. Like He seems... He seems very in his like introverted area. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a he's a weirdo introvert too. I don't know. Yeah, he, you know he's somebody who like all you know, I, was, I was a fan of from his from his comedy. Uh, he was a good stand-up. Yeah, he was uh, a good. He had good jokes. I feel like a lot of guys do not do not talk about that, but I'm like he was he was a a product of that time as far as like you know like he was like you know around the time like. Aziz was getting big, like, yeah. Like you know, he was like of that era, the first big wave. Yeah, yeah. He Hannibal, like, you know, yeah. yeah. Like he was like you know, he's like kind of like a little bit. I feel like I I got onto him before I got onto Hannibal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like as far as, but like still that of that same, that same. I call it the Obama years. <laughs> it was the Obama <laughs> years. Everybody was wearing stripes. Uh, T-shirts, uh, plaids, and like uh, fake glasses. <laughs> and, uh, everybody was getting. Uh, That's what I usually wear funny, all the time, but they're not fake. Funny mustaches. Yeah, all yeah. The time. It was a, the original hipster, uh, original OG hipster. But hipsters, yeah. I've seen so many levels of the hipster, and it's usually just young twenty-somethings doing something. But stand-up has definitely popped off. It's there. all. It's all to me. It's all the umbrella of alternative. It's being twenty and alternative. You know yeah, what I'm you just don't want to do some mainstream you wanna, shit. You don't want to fit in with the the people that you know your parents go to church with. You don't want to <laughs> dress like them, or if you do dress like them, it's ironic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like you may dress in like a polo with khakis, but you're wearing a nose ring with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
have you listened to Hannibal's new rap? Like he's just doing hip hop now. I think well, it's dope. Like gonna, I think it's kind of cool that he's doing, but I haven't listened to a lot of the it. The first time I, I got to see him live was like uh, it was like before I started stand up. Uh, it was uh, at the Oddball Fest. It was in Charlotte, and he was like dope. rapping on that. This was years ago. Ah oh, shit! And he was like also talking about how he just got like how he had just got like LASIK. Yeah, but he was like, but I can't not wear my glasses. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how people know me. Yeah, he's like that. People I that. remember that joke. <laughs> <laughs> but he was rapping, but he was more making fun of it. I feel like at that time, and now he's like really, um, really doing it. Yeah, he's going yeah. deep. Yeah. yeah, Thundercat and all those type of cats, man. I mean, music is so dense at, right now. You look at you look. There's there's so many like. People are there's some people that are just that creative, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And curious about creativity and like like getting that stuff out and have that type of imagination and, or that motivation, and like you know, good or not, you know what I'm saying? If 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 somebody's fucking with their own shit and they believe in it, like it's gonna make somebody else believe in it too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I wasn't. I remember being on going back to Donald Glover. Like I was a fan of his his stuff. I followed him on Twitter, Tumblr, like. Uh, knew him from like writing on Thirty Rock and it had like the Simpsons spec script. Like I was like a fan, and my brother was like, "Yo, he's he's making music," and I was like, "No, I'm good. I was like, I'm good. I'm like I'll 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 follow him in these avenues, right? See, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his mystery team. Like I was we I fucked with him. Yeah, that was, was great sketch comedy. But then he dropped his like freestyle at like Boise State. Uh, I remember it, it was he he spit over like uh, I think a grizzly the grizzly bear beat mm-hmm. two weeks yeah and he like killed it and I was like all right bro I'll I'll check it out I'll, I'll give it a, <laughs> I'll give it I'll give it some look because he was dropping mixtapes yes and I just remember like hearing one song and be like this nigga sound like Nicki Minaj I'm like I'm good you yeah. know what I'm saying but. One of the dopest things about that I look at now is like, even at that time playing it and stuff being like, nah, that's not for me. We did get to watch this dude like kind of grow. Yeah, grow. Kinda, and this is America. It's dope. So like, uh, Redbone is dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Waking My Love. like, But even like. You and know, that's like, like almost like Prince level type shit. Yeah. Like yeah. fucking. Um, because of the internet, that was an insane album. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mixed some of the mixtapes he dropped before that. Camp, that album, like cul-de-sac. Going back to that, like like all of those, his, his body of work. You could like see him grow in what he wanted to do, right? As far as being an MC and a rapper, and then him kind of stretch that idea of being a rapper into different places. Like, oh, I'm I'm here doing this. I'm I'm using this. Uh, this inspiration and uh, um, 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 you know what I'm saying like he yeah. he moved around with it that you can't really contain him yeah. for the music that he makes he could drop an album he could drop a song right now where he's just straight spin or he could just fucking it could be all music and barely his voice on it and everything <laughs> in between yeah I do fuck with that Oh, and doing Atlanta and making Atlanta as weird as it is, like and, and then do that, back, and, and then doing mainstream that, movies, going back to doing like TV, you know yeah, what yeah, yeah, After yeah. like dropping an insane album and being like, you know, here's a here's a cool TV show. Yeah, that dude Boom. is ridiculous. <laughs> Drop, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, that dude is a very. And then uh, that show was great. Uh, it's funny because it was just like by this comedy club. That I was work that I work. Uh, there was like a a bus or like a pay like a like a pay phone that had like the first season like advertised on it. Oh wow! And I feel like for too many years, <laughs> like his, his, I think it's it might it might even still be up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like random, it's like random parts around the city where you just see like an ad for like all right, this is from like 2017, <laughs> but it's also a phone booth. There's nobody fucking with the phone booths now. They're just there. They're <laughs> just there in New York. It goes quick. It'll go by and they'll throw a poster on everything. But yeah. down south, it'll just be like one poster for like three years. Are you no, that? no. I'm talking about like that's how it is in New York. I'll see. I'll I'll see the Atlanta 
poster <laughs> in New York. Yeah, this is like literally on like second half. <laughs> I'll I'll see it from time to time, or like I'll see. There's another one where I'll see like the. Uh, it's like for the first season, like Snowfall, and it's like the first Snowfall, like I'm like, but it's like all phone booths and stuff. Oh man. Uh, those are like I don't think there's a I don't think there's people they no longer have uh, people for that I think updating those shits nah nah some of them are just yeah the city's so big they're up and up but I was gonna say like do you fuck with graffiti did you ever go through a graffiti phase do you like hip hop graffiti oh like was I tagging no I had homeboys that did that but oh really yeah but I wasn't um, do you respect it yeah of course nice it's an element it's an element. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Why, how could you not? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're very much hip hop if you say it's an element. Because if you know hip hop, the the elements are. I don't know. It's three or four, but one of them is five. graffiti. It's five, right? Well, okay, we'll count them. All. I'll I'll see how far I can go. Graffiti, dance, hip hop, breaking, uh, DJ, and MC. rapping and. You said it. You said it right. right. I think. I think there's DJ, only four. I think I was right. Four DJ, horsemen. MC. C, uh, uh, dancing. Dancing. Right. Graffiti. graffiti. But DJ and MC are two. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's two yeah. different ones. That's, those are two different ones because those are two different skill sets. I mean, I could look it up. <laughs> no, don't look. You think okay. it's five? <laughs> like, don't look it up. <laughs> no, you can look it up if you want. Uh, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I, I tried not to look at my phone. But I, yeah, I never knew. But I, I do love, I do love graffiti still, and I do like like walking. Like New York has so much graffiti that it's almost too much. So graffiti, DJ, DJ. then there's knowledge. Oh, beatboxing. We forgot about beatboxing. Uh, you gotta do some beatboxing. Street interpret. I can't even. Oh, emceeing, break dancing. Historical knowledge. Knowledge is always a part of it. Knowledge. They put it in here twice. Is it the seven percent? Is that is that right? It's like five elements of hip hop, but it's like sourced around the web. Yeah. But it's like so. Emceeing, DJ, breakdancing, graffiti, and knowledge. Knowledge. Knowledge of self. But I guess beatboxing is like you know it's like a. You know, like, you know, the mentionables. <laughs> close, 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 close. Uh, what do you call it? Like, like, they didn't make the list, but, you know, we're going to let you know these people were in discussion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, back in the day when the first, you know, I saw Fat Boys at that concert. It was Houdini, the Fat Boys, and then Run DMC. The Fat Boys had a great beatbox, but the best beatbox yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, and they would do the... He would do the clap, but uh, Dougie Fresh had the best uh, uh, beat. I, oh, thought, yeah, of I thought Dougie Fresh always he did the. <laughs> he did the, I all used that to shit. practice that when I was a kid, and I got to a point where I was like kind of okay doing something. I haven't done it in years, but I remember when I was like a little kid. I'd be like trying to like the Dougie because hearing that like like him and like Slick, some of those beat drops. It's the sickest. It's the yeah. smoothest. That's uh, yeah. That's one of the smoothest tracks. Dougie Fresh is one of the still. I've seen him like I've used to do this show at Gotham. The I still do it mixtape comedy show. Okay, yeah. Oh, uh, I remember that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Royale, uh, Watkins, and uh, he would hook it up. And Dougie Fresh performed one time, and he just came in and he did. Man, he's just amazing. Yeah. He still like you gives still it all. Doing that show? Yeah, it was like uh, he does it once a month. And uh, I came out of the pandemic, and then, uh, yeah, I think he had D-Nice do it last time. Like, D-Nice co-signed it. That was the show, not to brag, that's another, I'll say about Don, uh, Donald Glover, but I shouldn't, but one of the things I, I like. We're going to title this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we got to finish it up. Uh, but in, at, the, at the mixtape comedy show, uh, yeah. I, well, who was it? It was a famous... I can't even think of it. I'm too high right now. <laughs> it was a, a couple rappers. I've seen some great rappers. And then um, it's an actor. Oh, I, I, I had a good set in front of Denzel Washington there. Denzel oh, was shit. in the crowd. That's nice. Yeah. And I got him laughing. Like, uh, I didn't have the best 
John Lasseter had the best set, but I was right behind it. Like I killed, <laughs> I killed, it, it, I killed. But I also died in that room following uh, Cedric one time. I had to follow Cedric, and I fucking just died. I killed in front of uh, J. Anthony Brown one time. Oh, nice at the at, the, at Caroline's. Oh wow, that was that was that was good. He was like, let's take a picture. It was <laughs> me, him, and uh, Reg Reg Thomas. Oh, nice. <laughs> Shout out to Reg. I want to have him on the show as well. Uh, and shout out to Caroline's R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Carol. I mean, the festival going. Yeah, the festival. The new, shout out to the New York Comedy Festival. Hopefully, I'll have it on the Cannabis Coffee Hour. We can uh, uh, we can uh, wrap it up. But yeah, the Caroline's was a good spot. If you like yeah. stand up comedy, that was uh, that was like a classic joint, man. I mean that that was one of the. I, I feel like. That was one of the places you heard about the most, like listening. Like if I listened to like the radio, I listened to like Hot ninety seven. Yeah, and like somebody was in town, and they doing an interview. They're like we're gonna be at this weekend. They're like I'll be at Car- I'll be at Caroline's. Yeah, Thursday through Sunday. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, oh shit. So like, Funk it, flex, it became, everything. Yeah, it just became a place I just kept normally. And being from the Carolinas, I'm like, oh. This kind of sounds Caroline, and then Caroline's also my grandmother's name, so I like, it stood out every time I heard it. So like, yeah, I remember when I moved here, I was like, bro, I used to sell tickets in Times Square, and I was like right there, like two blocks from like Caroline's, and then not even three years later, I was on the uh, marquee. The marquee, you won the big contest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like, and this was like a big deal because it was like all the young comics of New York City, and they would get you to come in. And you would be in be in a contest. Sixty four comics. Yeah, it was hard. March Madness. Yeah, and you won it. Yeah, I never did it. Like I never. I came to town and I already done last comic standing. I was like, I'm done with contests, so I never did it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I was like, I'm done with that shit. Uh, but I, it, it did blow some people. Mark Norman came from there. Like it did blow some people up. Like it probably got you some work. Yeah, that was like uh, that was that was eighteen. Like I said, I, I, I didn't get to start going out and hanging out early like i was saying like 18 was from like because that year i did uh march madness i was i was a young com- i was three-year comic when i did that oh that's and, sick uh, so i didn't expect nothing out of it like the first the first ra- the first round is like 64 of us and then like you know maybe a f- hundred other comics in the room just there to watch and judge see who's gonna out joke who and so like i i didn't have any like thought on it and I was just like uh whatever went in the first round and I think we had to do like a minute and I think my joke I think I, I did like a 30 second joke but it got like such a huge laugh <laughs> and then I remember being like damn okay and I remember walking out of there because so many comments were in there I wound up getting booked on mad shows just from that first round and I was like yeah that's good enough and I remember uh, I ran into a comic, uh, Matt Pavich, and he was like, yeah, man, uh, you're actually now the favorite to win this thing. I was like, really? He was like, yeah. I was like, all right, that's pressure I didn't want. I, like, I, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about it. I was like, I'm, and then I remember just being like, whatever, man. I'm just, you didn't even expect to get past the first round. You were just there to have fun and like just kind of keep it like that. And I, I did not, it showed in the end a little bit, but I did not prepare for any set. <laughs> <laughs> and I went up there and I didn't think about it. I didn't spend the day thinking about it at all. I was just putting it in my, my calendar so that the alarm would go off and be like, hey, you got to go to Caroline's at this time. <laughs> and I won that literally not focusing on it, trying not to focus on it the whole time. That's how you do it, man, yeah. is uh, not to think about it. Because, yeah, that's a lot of competition. That many comedians, that many egos, and that much uh, pressure. But when you're, you're so young. To win. To win. To win. Like, I didn't want to win. I didn't I didn't see myself. I was like, okay, I got past this first round. I'll probably get out by the second or third. I wasn't. I, I literally wasn't thinking, oh, I can win this thing. And yeah. then I won it, and I was like, oh, shit. Drop, drop, drop. And then uh, later in that year, I did uh, New York's Funniest Tournament. Doing the New York comedy, comedy club, yeah, I, contest. Con- I mean, fest. festival. I came. I, I I don't even know they did. I don't even know they were doing like places at that time. But I came in second on that. Dope. Yeah, behind. Uh, it was. A, I mean, Josh Johnson had one. I mean, he's a fucking. He's a beast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I was like, dog, I didn't expect to do any of one of these things this year. I, like as a young comic, I'm thinking like. 
I don't ever put like a time frame on things, but I'm thinking like, yeah, that's down the line. I won't, you know what I'm saying? Eventually, I'll be in the room to get into one of these shows or showcases. I wasn't even like on my mind thinking of it that that year, back to back, boom, boom. Oh, that's great. And, that, and all in New York, too. Yeah. And, and that got you all this and work. The next year, the next year from that, I got JFL. Oh, nice. So that was year four. So boom, boom, boom. It was really quick, really early. And, I, and like a, a lot of comedy, because I was like, like I was young in stand-up. Yeah. And like sometimes comics would ask me about it. And I'd be like, bro, oh, like you have, you have rules and you have like things that are exceptional. Like my route was like an exception. It was, it's, it's not the rule. Like that shit is, that was quick. And I'm and I and I always shut them wrong. Like that's not because I came to New York thinking like, okay, we're gonna eat shit for like ten years. Yeah, I was not I was not really projecting any of that stuff happening at that time. But it was just luck. I had a friend who was a comic who had pretty much stopped doing stand up, but she was still booking bar shows, and she wound up becoming an assistant booker at Caroline's. And she kept saying like, yo, we used to kick it all the time. We smoke all the time. <laughs> then she was like, I got to turn it back on. Sorry. We... Yeah. She was like, yeah. She was like, you never like hit me up or ask for anything. I'm like, yeah, I just assume everybody else is blowing you up. So I just left it alone. <laughs> yeah, she ain't put me into that, that contest. Oh, that's sick, man. Shout uh, out to Carolyn. <laughs> Yeah, you never know how it goes. Yeah, I, I mean, that's how, and especially the, the first three years, but everybody's different. I had a different route, you know, um, and I got a lot of stuff early. You kind of go through the, you know, it comes in waves is how yeah. I've always felt. Like, I'll be down a couple years and then something will happen. Like, oh, I guess I'm doing this now. Well, the thing is, is like, I had this expectation, right, of like, just kind of like, kind of just stream like 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 fucking hamster wheel yeah. for years like i had that, that that was like my mind and uh so when and, 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 and like even in the first year there's there were things that happened when i was my first year my first few months of stand that i was like oh that's that's dope i got this opportunity i got to go up at this club or something like which is not like you know it's a big deal when you're like young when you're like you know, yeah four months into stand i'm like oh shit yeah, and you never thought about stand-up before, or you just couldn't picture yourself being taken serious like that, and then it happens, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm doing this for real, real. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, but it happens at every step along the way. Like, you, like I remember doing my first show. Like, it was a show that me and two other colleagues had kind of, like, put on for us and some friends we made around the open mic scene. This is what you do, right? Yep. And, you know, I get on this show, and I remember, like, uh, I... Did not have in my mind. They're like, okay, he's like, just, I'm just gonna have, I'm gonna have you do nine minutes. I remember at the time I had like maybe six minutes, five minutes of material of what I thought worked, and I had to like dig and do all these jokes that I would, that I clearly had seen bomb enough times at open mics. And I was like, all right, this is gonna be a dud, but like, you know what, fuck it, this is this is something I have prepared. Let me just see if I can make it work tonight. And all these things that would bomb at mics were like do well on shows and I'd be like oh that's because this one is not about suicide (laughs) (laughs) it's not bumming everybody out it's not bumming everybody out yeah it's not too dark like yeah like oh okay but like I just remember like just not having that time and being like fuck it just don't think about it yeah Yeah. don't think about it yeah the longer I've lived the less I think about myself that's what I was thinking (laughs) you become like Mother Teresa no I think about myself (laughs) you try to not think about you try to think about like when you think about yourself you're like in your head so I think I'm a part of everything so I have to respect you I have to respect the space I have to respect the universe and by accepting that then I'm like, oh, I'm really living in the moment, like being present, being present, and, and respect and respecting the moment. And it's hard as fuck, especially with all the internet. And yeah. I gotta take a pee right now. I don't know if the GoPro's working. Napoleon, you've been too cool to do this podcast. Thank you. I I'm putting together it, in the heavy metal rehearsal. You came through, smoked weed with me at noon. You're too cool. 
Uh, thank you so no, much. This was too cool. I yeah. appreciate it. Man. Yeah, where can the people check you out? Plug whatever you got. Um, you can check me out. I'm, I'm, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, A great YouTube it's, I'm stand on, up. I'm, I'm on Instagram. You can find me on the Napoleon email N A P O L E O N E M I L L. I'm also on Cash App and Venmo under those. Uh, <laughs> tip, tip, tip. Uh, tip your tip your artists. Yeah, it's a whole new wave. You know, I'm trying. This is not the Patreon episode. I haven't even done a Patreon for this. Joint. I mean, this is long enough. You can probably cut it down. And but, I know we went too long. I'm out. All right, peace and love, everybody. That's it.